So welcome back everybody to episode two in season two of the Butterfly Effect podcast all about female sport. Special episode this week where Mel Jones interviews three of South Africa's finest female international cricketers. So over to Mel. And I've been fortunate enough to corner three of the stars of the South African team. Dane van Nierkirk, the captain, Lizelle Lee, wicketkeeper and opening bat, and Ayabonga Kaka, the opening pace bowler. We're about to talk all things cricket in South Africa, the development of the sport, PR, media, role models, and most importantly, how they are going to top off a wonderful 12 months of development and beat the reigning champs and all ahead of them at next year's Women's World Cup in England in June, July. I'm Lizelle Lee. I'm from Ermelo in Pumalanga, small town. <laughs> just like, it's a farm town. It's not yeah. a farm How many people? <laughs> a lot. So, I don't know. I don't know, but there's a few people. Okay. It's not the farm town. Okay. Um, <laughs> Does it? Okay. Don't. And you're sorry, and you're the wicketkeeper and opening bat at the moment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Try to be wicketkeeper. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Done it. Oh yeah, Dana Fenekerk. Born and bred in Pretoria, Gauteng. Um, currently living in Port Elizabeth, down the east coast. Um, all round and captain of the side, I guess. You guess. You should know. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm Wong Kaka. I'm from Middle Rift. In one of the villages, it's Anjo location. It's a small... Middle Rift is a small town. And I'm from the Eastern Cape. Fantastic. Um, I'm keen to find out how you all got involved in cricket. Um, now, Dana, I know your family have played cricket. Your dad was pretty involved in it all. Did you grow up playing backyard cricket and always want to play the game? Yeah, no, um, my dad and my brother always played, so I just kind of, growing up with a brother, he always do what he wants to do, and he's older, so you want to do what he does, and I guess I just joined in, and my dad saw a bit of talent, and he thought, why not? Yeah, and how much of a role did your dad play in you getting to the point where you're at now? Oh, it's amazing, I mean, I shared with the girls the other day that sometimes my parents didn't have food on the on the table but they made sure my my cricket lessons were paid for and stuff like that so I'm quite lucky fortunate my mom as well they my mom loves cricket she yeah. loves to have a beer next to the field <laughs> so um no I'm quite fortunate to have very supportive parents yeah. did they think that um getting your cricket lessons would mean that you would play for South Africa is that why why they did that yeah well I originally my dad just wanted us to um Ball spin. I uh, never thought myself and my brother would be leg spinners, and then um, I guess he knew it was a difficult art, so you won't really do it by yourself. So he just felt like maybe getting someone. It was Jock Rudolph's dad back then. It was yeah. um, Johan Rudolph, and yeah. um, he took us, and I guess it all started there. There we go. I met Johan yeah. when I was in South Africa years ago. He's brilliant. He's a great guy. Yeah, he's brilliant. Awesome. Oh, how did you get involved in cricket? From my village, most of the boys in my uh, most of the boys are, are almost in my age. They are they are not a lot of girls. Then yeah. I I hang up with them. I was playing with them cricket, soccer. Then during my first year at school, doing grade one, then I played mini cricket with the boys. I was the only girl at the school until I, I finished. So my whole mini cricket's school. like our inter cricket, is it? So yes, an introduction. So, yeah, yes. Yep. I play mini cricket and then. I didn't know if there was SA women's team or what, then until I was 
doing grade seven. And how old were you in grade seven? Thirteen. I was thirteen. Yep. Then I knew there was women's team there. And then I started to love the game more. Right, so you loved the game without knowing that there was a women's team. Yes. And then as soon as you knew there was a South African women's team, you thought, yeah, that yeah. sounds pretty cool. I want to be there one day. Yeah. And the rest of your family, I th- were they into cricket at all? No, there's no one in the cricket, only five at home. Yep. My grandmother, my mother, my aunt and my uncle. They didn't, they never played cricket. I was the first one to play cricket in the family. Yes. Were they sporty people though? Did they like sport? Yeah, they do like sport. My grandmother was the principal at the school that I was in. And she was supporting me. Yep. Throughout. Even now, if I have a 10K, she accompanied me. So even though cricket wasn't um, a sport that they knew or liked, they were more than happy for you yes, to yeah. play the game. Yes. That's yeah. fantastic. Lisa? Um, I'm more or less like the they started with my brother and, the dad and my dad in the backyard. And, um, didn't have like any lessons or something. I think everything I learned was from my brother and my dad. And when I went to primary school, just played with the boys, played with them till like grade nine or something. And then they said it's going to be too dangerous for us to play. So I restarted. Because you were a girl? <coughs> yeah, because I was a girl. So I actually played for another school. Yeah. And played in the, I don't know, something league. And then we won the league. And then after that, we made our own team at our school. And then we won it three years in a row. And, well, the interesting thing is I actually stopped playing cricket when I went to university because my dream was always to play hockey for South Africa and right. become a teacher. Yep. And then I think it was like in my second year, um, I just had a call up from, I think it was Yash, that was the coach then. He just called me and said, we have to come, I have to come to a camp in Kimberley and since then I was in the setup, so I just stayed in it. And then 2013 I made my, de- my debut. And hockey now for you? Well, I miss it, but... I don't think I would have ever made it. So. <laughs> what, what, would, what would be your... If you, if you had your chance again? <laughs> I'm too fat for that. If you had your time again, what, what do you think you would have been more passionate about? Would you have, if you had the opportunity of playing for South Africa in both sports? Uh, well, definitely cricket. Yeah. I think there's more skill to it. Not that there's not... There's a lot of skill in hockey as well, but yeah. I think... Um, this, oh, I don't know, so much disappointment as well in cricket, but... Uh, <laughs> we will talk about last night's game at some stage. <laughs> um, no, but I just think, um, yeah, cricket would be... I would be more passionate, or I am more passionate about it. So, yeah. so I, I get the sense that you all started playing cricket at a young age without any real female heroes to, to say, I want to be that player to play the game. So you, you just fell in love with the game to start with. Who were who your heroes when you, when you started playing? Shane Warne. Warning! Yeah. <laughs> you say it. shaking your head, and it's like, because you're a leg spinner, yeah, right? Yeah. Yes, if you're a leg spinner, the person to look up to is Shane Warne, I guess. Amazing. Wonder they could say that about you. Mm. Did, well, that's that's a really good question. Do you not think that now that young girls growing up in South Africa will be looking at you as you would look at Shane Warne? I guess not. You never think that of yourself. Um, you don't don't realize who like. Sometimes you can be someone people look up to. You yeah. Always, yeah. I do think there's a lot of girls that do look up to her. Uh, that's my personal opinion. Um, 
I think there's, especially in the provincial games, yeah. um, there is girls like, oh, I'm going to play against the night, or I'm going to play against the copy, or something like that. So yeah. there's definitely girls coming around knowing more about women's cricket, and they do look up to a few players inside. So. Yeah, and we'll get on to WBBL in a second, but I, personally, I think that's the case now for mm. even you know young girls in Australia, having seen you on TV, that as a leg spinner, um, and there's you know there's a lot of South African community in Australia as well yeah. that connect with you because because of that as well. Your hero growing up? Yes, I think so. Especially from where I come from. I come from the villages. Everyone looking up up on me. Yeah. Like yes, Makaya was also coming from the areas there. Yep. Show people that even if you come from the from the rural areas you can you can you can do your best. Yeah. So that's interesting. So that's more not so much about um, the player being a specific type of player, but it's more the fact of where the players come from for you as a, as a role model. Yes, okay. and I also think from my province, the spinners they are looking up to Danny. Yeah. All you know. oh, the <laughs> pressure now. You've got the captaincy now, you've got the whole country <laughs> on your shoulders. <laughs> they want to be like Danny. Yeah. There we go. So you can just say Danny. Yeah. Your yeah. hero growing up? Um, Actually, it was Lance Klusner. I love the way he bowled. I love the way he bowled. <laughs> Everything makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> she runs in a ball. Think about it. She does that as well. Whatever. No, I, I just don't know. I love the way he bowled. It was like a game changer. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we actually mentioned the 1999 World Cup semi-final between Australia and South Africa and the men last night when it's coming down to the wire in your game. We, we will get to the game in a, in a second. So you say it makes sense that Lizelle loved Lance Klusner because of the way she played. Is yeah. that the same for you? Can people look at you and say, well, you're definitely warning? No, I don't think okay. so. <laughs> I don't think anybody could ever touch warning. Um, no, it's just he's just an idol the way yeah. he bowled and his aggression. I guess anyone anyone would want to mimic the way the refs he puts on the ball and how yeah. Out- he turns it. Yeah, outside of cricket, then um, female role models in South African sport. Are there any that sort of stand out that you sort of say even across any sport, whether it's hockey or netball or athletics? Actually, when I grew up, um, well, I wanted to play hockey. Piti Pitsia was like phenomenal role, player. Yeah, was a role model for me. So. Um, that's actually what my, well my favourite number was and a farm team. girl Ooh, okay. <laughs> farm well, yeah my, um, her number when she played was 15 on the back and that's why that was my lucky number unfortunately it was taken to get in this team but I got another number but um, she, yeah she was a big role model for me yeah anyone else in women's sport in South Africa I think for me it's Amanda Zamin the solar girl uh, why is that I think the way she came from Devon and then also in the villages. Yep. She's been playing a good soccer. Yep. And they show the world that she can do the best. Yeah. Anyone else in women's sport for you, Dan? I don't think one. No, I don't. No. Always because it was my brother and stuff. So yeah. for me, I never really followed. It's actually now I followed a lot more female sport because yeah. I understand the, the importance of getting women's sport out there. But when I was yeah. younger, not really, to be honest. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Yeah, I think, it, look, it's changed in Australia too. I think that was probably the case. Most people my age and older never knew there was an Australian women's cricket team. So you yeah. just play the game because you love it and then, you know, things have changed since then. 
So for each of you, is cricket a hobby and a slash passion or is it a career? Or can it be a career for you? It is a career at this moment. Yeah. We're quite fortunate. We got full contracts and stuff, so a lot of the girls don't need to go work and stuff so you can wake up and play cricket. So yeah. We're quite fortunate. So I guess it's a career, still a passion and a hobby. Yeah, which is nice too. Yeah. Your, your job's your, your passion. Do you, how much has having full-time contracts now changed you, you as a player and your ability to play the game? Um, I think actually a lot. You could spend more time well, actually doing what you love. So <clears throat> there's not a lot of people that's so fortunate to do that. Um, it's literally our work to get up and to go and hit balls. Something that you well, we love it also. Um, it it just changes you. You can do so much more. And um, if you have to work from seven to five, where do you have the time to train? So it it, it helps us with our skill and our fitness and everything. So yeah. And do you think it's got you to a point where you're knocking on the door a little bit of beating teams like Australia? Do you think it's helped improve the team that much? I think for me it did because we've been working hard because if we're working or doing anything we won't be able to put the amount of time that we're putting and every girl that has been in the team had improved from the past years until now. I think that played a big role to us. And the name you might be able to answer this one um, a little bit clearer is for young girls growing up in South Africa now, do they look at the South African women's cricket team and say well, there's a career there for me in comparison to hockey or netball or athletics. Is cricket sort of putting its hand up and saying, you know, we want to be the, the best sport of choice for, yeah, for females? As a team, we've spoken about it, that we want to be the pioneers of, of women's sport in South Africa. And, and with the, um, I guess, how can I put it, the, the way we, we get marketed, the way the country sees us, we've got so much um, a bit more... Not television time, if I can say it like that, but there's a lot more hype around um, women's cricket. Yeah. I don't see as much in the soccer and the rugby as, as I would say for... There's a lot more now in soccer. I have to say that I see a bit more on Twitter and stuff that we follow. But yeah. we said because we get because women's cricket in, in globally is, is growing, I guess our sport gets a little bit more recognition in, in yeah. South Africa. And we said we want to be the pioneers of women's sport. And hopefully we can do that. Is that added pressure? That's a big thing to put your hand up to, to want to do? I mean, it's very exceptionally noble and fantastic. No. <laughs> She's getting all shy on me now. It's all right. <laughs> I don't know. I think just pressure, uh, pressure is something that you're putting yourself. Oh, obviously, there is my few, but... Um, I think if we go out and play and enjoy what we're doing, they automatically see how it, how it is, and um, they will obviously, if they want to become something a cricketer, they will do it. So yeah. um, uh, I think, like I said, I think just enjoy the game and see yeah. if they can see how much fun it is, um, how it is to win and stuff like that. I think that will make them like even decide if they want to do it or not want to do it. So. Yeah. Yep. You've, you guys have been in Australia now for, for a few weeks um, and I know you've been involved with the Women's Big Bash as well. Is there anything that you see in Australian cricket that you would say, I would love South African cricket to, to be doing that back home? But have you seen anything? For me so far, I have not seen anything, no. to be honest. 
Yeah. yeah, you're pretty happy with the way things are, are going back home for the development of women's cricket? At the moment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah at the moment there is quite a push in, in developing the pipeline. Um, small things like what I've maybe is the, the live streaming, everybody back home can watch it. Uh, yeah. It's something small, but I mean, it's so nice for for everyone to actually see the way we play because they see the results but they don't always see yeah. how we go about it oh South Africa lost by nine wickets but yeah <laughs> just battled really well so it's just yeah. nice that people now actually can see back home that we actually play good cricket it's just yeah there where we maybe have a mishap or yeah or whatever so yeah. I guess small things like that like the live streaming and stuff like that is always nice yeah and um hopefully we'll get there in the, the near future yeah is there anything that you've seen here that you think would be pretty cool back home? <laughs> uh, well, I would love if they could make our provincial people more professional. That'd yeah, be great. Provincial level. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would also help. Well, I don't think it's going to happen right right now, but maybe in the near fu- uh, future, that's also going to help developing the cricket. So they also know if they get the, <clears throat> they can also maybe get like paid a few random month just to like play so there's something for them to work to yeah so it's not just getting there and know you're going to play every time or something like that so just something for them to work to as well yeah which could lead into the the wbbl yeah. you you played the first year um how exciting was it was it something that um you'd like to see more south africans involved in yeah i actually wanted to jump in after and just say, oh we need we need a competition like that just to get our country to see the type of cricket that can be played and yeah um big the big bash was an amazing spectacle of women's cricket i enjoyed every minute um the skills was insane even the girls yeah the domestic if i can say it like yeah. that yeah is really good i, I said to copy actually how, how the strength it's scary i would pick a few people in my side and they're not even in contention for the Australian team. Yeah. So it was quite exciting to see the pipeline and stuff like that creates so much more yeah. um, opportunities for players. I mean, Wellington, I saw last year and I said, when I faced, I said, the score's going to be in the Aussie team in no time. There's no way they can And leave that's a just not because she's another leggy. You're not just... No, no, the yeah. way she bowled. <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> but the way she bowled, I mean, yeah. she... she turn the ball miles and stuff and I just said look you don't see that often in women's cricket and, and that's small things like that that the big bash open up and yeah I guess hopefully South Africa can can get a league going yeah fantastic and then I suppose the other option is also the, the Kia Super League as well would, would you like to play in either England or Australia in a in a domestic competition like that yes I think in future I would love to play for those kind of tournaments but for now, I just need to work on my cricket and do great for my country. Yeah. So? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. I think um, it's everybody, well, every girl's dream actually to play in the, the first big passion now going for the second year. Yeah. And also Super League, I think it's a huge opportunity and that can only improve your cricket and taking you back to your country, it can only improve the team. So, yeah. that'd be great. There was a big bash team that said no to Dale. No. Um, name them. Uh, name. No, no, don't. <laughs> I wanted that time. I was like, this is After that happened, I just sat there. Like, you guys are kicking yourselves. Yeah. Well, I, well, I certainly knew there was a few teams talking about you, so. 
Yeah, no, they, at the last minute they said no to and I just thought, yes. Um, fools. Fools. <laughs> After that, I Well, when, when we switch off the uh, recorder, you can tell me who it is. <laughs> I might put a little slide dig in on commentary this year. <laughs> Gee, this team could do with a, you know, power hitting opening bat slash keeper. <laughs> uh, no, I won't use my commentary for, for evil. I'll, I'll use it for good. <laughs> um, when, you, when you guys finish your careers... Um, what would you like to be remembered for? What, what would you have liked to have done? Um, would you still, would you still like to work in cricket, post, post playing as well? I would love to work in cricket. Yeah. I still would like to travel the world, seeing um, other sports growing. Because I think in a few years' time, it's going to be <clears throat> around the world. It's going to be very, very good. So yeah. I would love to stay in it and um, just like leaving a legacy behind. Not to be like famous or anything, but just like if it's just like one or two girls seeing like. Um, oh, I want to play straight back like that or something. Just leaving something behind, so that's yeah. good. Yeah. 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 I guess, like she said, um, the thing I always said was, I just want to leave something behind for the girls that's coming. So I want to set up women's cricket for them to reap the rewards afterwards, because uh, I feel like we never had that. We never had um, in in South Africa, in my opinion, we never had girls that set up women's cricket for us um, coming in. Um, so. We'd never had something to play for in that sense. You had your pride, everything, but yeah. now we've got women's cricket on the map and we're getting fully contracted and stuff like that. So getting the girls to to get, have something to play for and play, yeah. play it as a career, for me that was the only thing. I just want them to come into, you know, professional era. Yeah. Hey, Bunga, would you like to work in cricket when you finish <laughs> playing? Or is there something else you'd like to do? For me, I would love to be involved in cricket, to develop other girls, yeah. and maybe I can be out, but not fully committed to it, because... Like a part-time? Like a part-time yeah. thing, but I would love to be... Still stay involved? Yeah. Right, I'm going to put it on you guys. You've been a really tight series so far against Australia. We've still got one more game on Tuesday night. Mm. It was a tied game last night. You lost on the second last ball in the first game. I'm not going to ask you about Tuesday's game because I, I think you're right. It'll be another cracking game. Yeah. I'm going to fast forward though to, to the World Cup, which is in England next year, starting June, July. What are South Africa's chances? I think we have a very big chance. Um, we showed it against England, against New Zealand, and I think we're showing it now against Australia. Um, we're definitely one of the teams that somebody should look out for. It's not like we're not going to be there just to be there. We're definitely going with a purpose and we want to win the World Cup. Yeah, couldn't say it better, I guess. Um, yeah, we're, we're contenders. Um, if we just get our consistent, consistency right, um, I think we're a formidable team. So, yeah. From what Del said, I think also the team, they never recognise us and now. After there's races against the big teams in the world, I think they know us what we're capable of doing. I think that's a pretty good way to wrap things up, guys. I thank you so much for being on the Butterfly Effect. Um, look, from from my perspective, just listening to you now, but particularly watching you guys and the way in which you've gone about it. Um, you certainly are on the map, there's, there's no doubt about that. I think all the teams are certainly sitting up and taking notice of South Africa at the moment. Um, but more personally and on a 
level that um, we talk about on the butterfly effect, I hope you all know that you are magnificent role models, not just um, for cricket here in Australia, but back home, just as athletes, but also just as you know, strong, independent women, which is absolutely fantastic. So, keep leaving the legacy, keep building, keep being those pioneers back home, and hopefully, maybe in five years' time, we can have another chat after you've maybe won a World Cup or two. You can see to any other. Sorry. So next year. So next year, right? Done. Next year, I'll I'll chat to you post World Cup in England, and we can talk about. Uh, what it's like to lift the trophy. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. Fantastic insights there from Mel Jones. And that's a wrap on episode two, season two of The Butterfly Effect. Stay tuned for our next fantastic interview with Melbourne Football Club's Daisy Pearce as we kick off the new AFL women's season. If you like this, download on uh, iTunes or SoundCloud and please give us a rating and a shout out on social media. Thanks all guys and catch you soon.